I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Belligerence. I'm Dean. And I'm Jay. And this is Belligerence the Podcast, a show for babies. What? What? Hey, oh, you're back to vaping. That lasted long. I'm pretty sure on the last show, 10 days ago-ish, you said you were done vaping. <laughs> like well, I'm pretty, You made like this declaration, like, oh, actually, we got to talk about vaping in Massachusetts, but Fuckers. you made this big declaration last on the show. You're all gung-ho about it, like, well, I'm getting healthy, I'm going to the gym, I'm going to stop vaping. <clears throat> and, uh, well, I said I was going to cut back. No, no, you didn't. We have the tape, Jay. We'll, we'll go to the tape. That's okay. We can do that. But I, I, I also, um, I do go to the gym, and I, I'm doing very well, I might add, and so aren't you. Yeah. Well, um, not, actually. Well, um, yeah, you are. You went. Uh, I went, <laughs> you went, you went once. No, I went a few times and then I hurt my foot and I didn't even tell you this yet, but you see this nice fucking patch. On I, I noticed that. Do you yeah. know what this is? Gangrene. Uh, not quite. So. Gout. No, Jesus. Gout. Why would I cover gout with a bandage? <laughs> That'd be aggressive <laughs> fucking gout, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The gout is broken through my skin. Through your skin. Um, no. So I play softball, as you know. Yes. Which is baseball for fat people. That's not what it's or washed up people. One or the other. Okay. Uh, and I play at this field in Cambridge and it's all gravel. So it's pretty much Which is like, really weird. Yeah. Well, so I don't know what the, what's below the gravel, but it's hard. It's like a hard top kind of deal. And, um, you know, you don't, you don't think about it when it's a close play, right? You just, no, you just, you just do go it. for yeah. it. So, I, I tripled. Oh, you, know, you a, didn't tell me that. I'm a, I'm a good ball player, Jay. <laughs> yeah, my friends call me Ty Cobb. Okay. Ty Corn on the Cobb. Um, They're going to say Babe Ruth, but. <laughs> oh, Baby Ruth. That's what they call me. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Yeah, I mean, I can probably eat as many hot dogs in one sitting as he could. He was amazing. Um, but and no, he still could run. No, he couldn't. Dude, he had a like, cigar in his mouth on the field. Right. That and was he, a fucking maniac. And he could run. No. Well, not, he, in his, not in his old... In uh, the older days, yeah, he started to waddle. Until the end of his career. Yeah. I remember he gave a speech. Didn't he give a speech when Lou Gehrig died? Yeah. And he was fat. Yeah, he was. He was huge. Yeah. He. Although, there's a lot of fat baseball players. Have you seen the Frank Thomas testosterone commercials? No. Oh, Jay, they're fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> so, I, I don't know the name of the product. I can't remember what it is. Um, but it's fucking Frank Thomas. And do you know who Frank Thomas is? Yeah. So, on, let's let's pull it up. Testosterone. So, Frank Thomas is... Um, he, he's a big dude, man. He's not only a big dude. He has hands, hands down the biggest head I have ever seen on a human being in my entire life. He talks. Oh yeah, I remember seeing these commercials now because he talks about 
Nugenics. Some, yeah, Nugenics. And he talks, he says something like the ladies are like, ooh. Yeah, they all call, like, hey, you want to be like me? It's like, do I want to be uh, 340 pounds and probably and like. He, he said, but I love it because at the end of the commercial, he says, and it also helps you out in the bedroom. Okay. First of all, Frank Thomas, <laughs> you have not had real sex in at least 20 years, sir. He's got a ring on, man. He's I married. Mean, yeah, okay. Frank Thomas, why would I want to, like, of all people to endorse this product, I pick fucking Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas is a windscreen of a human being. He he's is, fucking huge. He's like six feet wide, left to right, and his head, his head could, you could drop his head off the Empire State <laughs> Building and, like, collapse Manhattan into the sea. <laughs> Fucking, well, let's see his head. You're looking at no, it. Let's see other pictures from the commercial. And it's so shiny, dude. Um, but no, this commercial is Frank Thomas. Basically, like you want to be like me. You want to be. <laughs> I would bet you any amount of money. There he is. How old is he? 51. Frank Thomas will not see his 55th birthday. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm he's gonna taking go the testosterone. He's, in, he's leaving dude, the gym in the commercial. Well. <laughs> this never. <laughs> I think he's at the gym in the commercial. He, this never ends well, Jay. When was the last time a man who looked like Frank Thomas survived steroids? Well, maybe he's just big bone, bro. Dude, look at this guy's head. He's fucking look he's at huge, this. dude. He's a big fucking guy, <laughs> God, man. Dude, look how shiny his You guys got to look him up. He's a big fucking dude. But anyway, uh, every time the commercial comes on, of course, Gina's like, oh, you want me to text it? Want me to get some for you? Why? Cla- classic joke. I don't know. Because, you know, haha. Funny, oh, because of the bedroom. Joke. Last The last comment is the bedroom thing. About the testosterone building and... Doesn't testosterone... No, it's not test that makes your dick small, right? It's andro. Or isn't it like... Um, no, testosterone is supposed to improve your improve libido and stuff. And yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what's the one... Because uh, there there are steroid, anabolic steroids. Yeah, that'll make your dick, make small, dick smaller. Your yeah. testicles smaller? Yeah. No, your dick. And I thought it was your testicles. Is it your testicles? I don't think you dick I don't. You know, either stuff. way, I don't want small testicles or a small dick. So I'm just kind of like, like... His Frank <laughs> Thomas is a rookie, all right? And his Frank Thomas, a couple of years before I retired, like, did you eat young Frank Thomas, Frank Seriously, Thomas? Seriously, dude. He's a, he's a fucking monster. So anyway, how how many years away from eugenics are you? I, I, don't, I don't... I mean, now you get your slick-ass platinum haircut. You like that shit? Jay's, Jay has platinum hair. I've given I've given in, folks. And not only is it platinum, but it's standing on end like you got electrocuted. You and like I don't fucking Doc Brown. It's dope. I don't even have to put fucking product in it. It just does it on its own. I wish I had. I, I don't want to try to make a Doc Brown joke because I was don't it? know enough about the movie. What was the What was the other guy though? The 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 um, Mr. The f- Wizard. <laughs> Thanks. No, the fucking. <laughs> The the boxer commission guy there. The, uh, oh, Don King. Don King. Yeah, you're white Don yeah, King. Like a fucking Don King's here. Dude, hit. it's like you and Frank Thomas had a child named Don King. There you go. You have more hair than I thought you did, though. Yeah, so didn't the uh, girl who cuts my hair. Like, I mean, I don't think anyone's ever seen you. Oh, yeah, there's pictures of you on the Instagram. Well, yeah, back in... You know, back when I did Sub 7 and the Undead, I had a lot more hair. I wasn't balding at all up there. I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened. It, you reach a certain age, and all of a sudden, you lose hair in your head, and then you start growing it out of your nostrils and your ears. Yeah, I don't... That, it, it, it's called time. No, it's, call, it's called... It, it, like, infuses itself in the opposite direction. It's... <laughs> you should just grow out your nose hairs. Oh, God, dude. No, a guy came into my work. I am not fucking exaggerating. Uh-huh. Was he eating his nose hair? It was this fucking long. Uh, wait, wait. Did he have a mustache or was it just straight up nose? Just hair? straight up nose and air hair. Like, it and it was 
thick. And I'm like, how are you breathing right now? How do you, if it's you like sneeze, up his nostrils. well, if he sneezes, nothing comes out or it just hangs there. Oh, it's, it was nasty. And he's talking to me and his breath smelled like nose hairs. Something died inside him, dude. Like it was bad. Um, but anyway, what happened so, to your wait, leg? I'm, I'm so self-conscious about nose hairs. Me too. Like the second I can see. And ear hairs. But I have a mustache now. So the beard is, you know. Yeah, it's getting, getting, it's getting pretty uh, thick too, by the way. Uh, thank you. But. You have to worry about it as much when you have a mustache because it kind of all blends together. But like, still, I I, I can't leave the house. Oh, oh you'll, yeah, house. but you know when you get that one that's kind of like it curls up and it's yeah, just touching you? the side oh. of your nose and and you're itching and you're going like this and then finally you're like, fuck this fucker. Oh, I have one hundred percent pulled out nose hairs. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, there's been days where like I'm going to work or something and I'm sitting in my car in traffic. And I can see that my nose hairs are sticking out. So I'm sitting in traffic just ripping out nose hairs. Yeah. I've done that. I've done it. I, I do it, pro, honest to God, probably once a month. I want to know this, though. Yeah. When you pull out something from the root, how does it grow back? Well, because this fucking coll- shit. Collagen just, yeah, but when, isn't created When in the you root? get to be my age, the shit grows. I, I pulled out. No, I got to tell you the story. Okay. I'm excited. I pulled out oh, an God. air hair. <laughs> I don't have air hair yet. I don't, I don't know what that's like. It was that long. So for and it, no, no, this is a podcast. So, for, so for, for, it was it was probably two and a half inches long from your ear. So every morning I get the air clipper things and then and I do it every morning. What's an air clipper look like? Yeah, the fucking the thing you turn it on it goes like a nose clipper. Yeah, is it a different? Does it does your ears? Oh, too. you can do your ear with that thing. Yeah, oh. and mine uh, is waterproof, so I can like run it under water, do Man, it in the, the shower, whatever. The things you can learn from the last generation. It's amazing. I got a lot of stuff to tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'll bet. But anyway, so you, so I'm like, what the fuck, right? I thought it was like, you know how I have uh, the lamb chops, right? I thought it was like something kind of hanging out there. Wait, stop. Aren't those called mutton chops? Lamb chops. I've never heard anybody call them lamb chops. I've heard people call lamb them mutton chops, chops lamb, lamb chops. chops. is such like a pussy. Well, because like, they curve like lamb chops. It's, yeah, but like it's so like dainty. Like, these well, not are really. Lamb chops. I've heard people call feast. them lamb chops, mutton chops. Like mutton chops. Uh, what was a Wolfman Burns? Me and Anthony, you know Anthony. Mm-hmm. We started, we were going to start like a media thing, like streaming and YouTube videos, and we're going to call it mutton chops. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, but so A photographer I used to know, he um, had huge ones, right? Mm. Like the old back, like in the old like um, like twenties and stuff. They yeah. were like oh, uh, like like uh, Westinghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> big ass fucking ones, right? <laughs> so the name of his his photography company was called Burnsides instead of go. Sideburns. Oh yeah, that's kind of like cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good shit. So, so he doesn't take pictures anymore. He just shoots guns now. Oh, oh, you told me about that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So my leg. Uh, we really, we really took the scenic route to get back. Wait here. a minute. Hold on. Oh, okay. The hair. Oh. That wasn't the whole story. No, no. So, did you eat it? No. So I go and I, I, I literally grabbed a pair of tweezers and I. You literally did that. I pulled it out, and I sat there and I went, "How? How does it happen? Like, where does it? It grew overnight that quickly. That's fucking well, weird." So I'm at the age now. I don't know if this happens to you, but every now and then I find an eyebrow hair. Yeah, and it's like 11 feet long. <laughs> It's like at any moment it can just spring out like a bass string, right? And just fucking impale How? somebody. <laughs> like I'll, I literally just like I'll, I don't know. I'll get out of the shower or something. Dude. I'll see like this long hair coming down yeah. the side of. It's like what happened? How did one hair? Brianna's cutting my hair uh-huh. today, 
and there's a fucking there's one here. It's it's this long. How does a hair get that long? Before but it's you so blonde. It? Yeah. She's looking at it. And she's like, at first I thought it was me, and then she like <laughs> grabs my cheek and she's like, look at this fucking thing, and she's going like this. I'm like, get rid of it. But like, it's amazing to me. Like, how do you not? How does that? It has to happen overnight. It does. How? Because like, I would know if I had an eyebrow hair that was fucking it's three like, feet long. Right. It's like you become a chia pet overnight. You just fuck. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Just wake up and it's just bah. like you ever see like those old like like composers from like the 1700s oh, yeah. that have the fucking eyebrows. Well, dude, look at fucking Einstein. Yeah, well, like, yeah, fucking, you well, know, yeah, like, like I mean, I guess you know if you're they they say that like geniuses didn't have much of a penchant for hygiene. No, so I guess that you know the less time you spend well, on yourself, the well, more time a, you have to do other things. Yeah, I mean, plus a lot of those guys would fucking they'd be hibernating. Doing their thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, Einstein was a professor, wasn't he? Yeah. So he just went to... He just, he he just, just gave fuck, a man. fuck. He was just like, hey, man, I'm fucking... I'm gonna... He maintained that mustache, though. Yeah. Yeah. He had a and his hair. His hair was dope. Man, I wish we were around, but what a great time it would have been to be alive, huh? Fuck yeah. You yeah. were alive. No, it really wasn't, actually. Yeah, you were alive. Einstein was still alive when you were born. Yes, he was, right? actually. Yes. In, se- in early 70s? Yeah, he was. 71? You're absolutely so right. right. If I got that right, Jay, what do I get? A kiss. Oh, really? You promise? <laughs> so if he died in 1971, you going to kiss me? 1955. You uh, weren't born yet. I wasn't. Oh, wow. damn. Wow, he lived a long time. Anyway. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, beautiful man. So dope. I love him. He's like my hero. Look at old Einstein. What a distinguished... He looks, you know what he looks like? He looks like Paul McCartney. Well, you- Doesn't he? Look at Albert Einstein <laughs> looks like Paul McCartney. Tell me he doesn't look like Paul Dude, McCartney. Dude, totally made me choke. Hold on a second. Oh, God. Tell Here me we go. Albert Einstein does not look like Paul McCartney. Come on, dude. How does he look like Paul McCartney? Dude, His nose is that. completely different. He, he clearly had plastic surgery. No, Einstein did hair. not. Just, just look at his face. And oh, you're going to tell me. Click that. on that picture and compare Well, no, it. but that's young Einstein. I'm talking about this picture of Einstein with a pipe in his mouth. Well, isn't McCartney actually a beard or anything or look a mustache? This. No, another. No, McCartney can even grow facial hair. McCartney, what's he got a fucking mullet, dude? Oh, he's had a mullet for a while. He just gave up. Wow. Like, I'm sorry, but Paul McCartney, like, what are you, the Queen of England? I, what fuck, is I can't stand Paul McCartney. God, you know, everybody out there who loves the Beatles, fuck you, okay? Oh, I'm, man, I like the Beatles. I'm sorry. Jay, look at the eyes on these two. You, they, Paul McCartney could be Albert Einstein's fucking son. Like, probably not, but well, maybe he could. Yeah, he could. Albert Einstein was born in the 1880s. I don't know, man. Look at look at this. Did Einstein have any kids? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't know, maybe. What I have a really what, cool poster of him. Where, where, I don't know. Where, we're just like, we went from happening. a gravel fucking baseball oh, he field. Three kids. No, he did. Yeah. Them I bet you they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, fucking right. missing missing fishes in the gene pool well, on that one. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get back to historical figures in a little bit. Actually, it's funny that we went down this path already because it's kind of one of the topics for today's show. Actually, that's. On my list. Okay. Well, we'll get there. We'll save it. Don't okay. ruin the surprise. Uh, my leg. So I play at a field in Cambridge. It's all gravel. There's something underneath it that's hard top. I don't know what it is. Anyway, I tend to play softball with reckless abandon, especially for someone my size. I don't put a lot of forced thought into like how I am going to take care of my immense body on the well, softball you, you field. Kinda, you kind of do that with everything, though. I'm, I'm very reckless. You just burnt a hole in your foot a couple of weeks I ago. Know. Yeah, I, I. it's funny because someone else was telling me today that 
I I tend to like have things happen to me that happen to everybody else, but amplified by like fifty. <laughs> by my own doing. That's true. I'm very erratic. I, I'm a very erratic, compulsive person. Well, I think I think it's passion. Um I think it's a combination of passion and impatience. But you to make that play. So you, you hit a triple. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to be out at third if I don't slide. That's passion. So I don't think about it because, you know, growing up playing baseball, you know, you don't think about it. Now, let me tell you something. There's a big difference in what it feels like to slide at 160 pounds versus 240 pounds. Um, the latter results in some damage. <laughs> so, and I do this all the time. I've I've cut this leg up so many times that like it's everyone who plays softball with me it's like expected like i'm always bleeding from the leg always this the reason why this is so bad this time is because no joke it's so bad that i don't grow hair on that leg anymore like it's just i've done this probably 20 times so what exactly why is it bandaged now is it just because it's it's bleeding it's infected oh that's great um (laughs) it happened last thursday you want antibiotics or anything uh topical yeah okay so happened last Thursday. Just thought it was another scrape. I had a sleeve on, like a compression sleeve. Yeah, yeah. And the dirt got trapped in it. And it really sunk in. So I couldn't really Jesus. clean it well. And a couple days in, it scabbed over, but it started to crack and hurt and fucking leak. To the point where, like, there were times where I'd look down, dude, and I'd have streaks going down my leg. Oh, yeah. uh, that's nasty, bro. So I, I had softball last night, and I there's a nurse on my team, and I was like, do you think, is this concerning? Should I do something about this? And she took one look at it. She was like, yeah. She's like, that's, that's infected. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So here I am with the surgical pad on my leg. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I have no explanation. I, I don't fucking know. I I don't know what I'm doing. I, That's well, who does? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I, the most accident. I'm, I'm a goddamn catat. I am a. It, it's Dean Dean's Follies. It's just constant, man. That could be the name of this podcast. Dean's Follies. <laughs> All right. Dean's foibles. That's the good. The foibles uh, of man. The foibles of Dean. Yeah, I like it. Mm, we should start another podcast. No. Um, vaping in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Boy. And, and it's funny because I have no skin. Now, let me preface this. I'll let you preface it. Give me that. That was a good one. How do I do this? Press the button. This button? No, no, no. What button? The trigger's right there. Uh, okay, I'm re- in first. I always forget. Hold it. Press well, it first, then Put stop. it up to your lips. Now do it. Charlie Baker can blow me. <coughs> oh God! Oh God! Baker's the heart. The K is tough with smoke in your mouth. Yeah, don't even get me started. But go ahead. So seven people, seven people <laughs> have died from what they have loosely connected mm-hmm. to vaping. Yeah. Um, I have no skin in the game. I don't vape. I don't smoke. I don't care to. Um, I have nothing against it. It was a meme for a while, like vape nation. But yeah. I feel like it's gotten beyond that because now so many people do it. Um, and it's not even just vaping. It's like jewels and mar- uh, marijuana. So concentrate. Yep. That's all illegal now because seven people in America died. Yep. And Charlie Baker declared a state of emergency and banned. Yep. Come on. Like, so what's I, the ban on so cigarettes I could, and I could, alcohol? I could and, get arrested for this? No, I think I, I just think they get fined. you can't buy it. No, no. 
because you can possess because I would totally like sit in my ban- car in front of a police car right now and fucking vape. So the ban is on sale of it. So here's a stupid the, the thing. Sale of it. Let's see. We go ahead. We fuck. And I said this before. We can we can buy alcohol. Mm-hmm. We can buy marijuana now. Yep. Right. It's legal. Oh, and hey, we still can buy guns. Do you think seven people have died from smoking cigarettes? Um, I would say over a couple of million people have died from smoking Yearly. cigarettes. Yeah, dude, it's just it's such it's such nanny state bullshit is what it yeah. is. Um, and it's a lack of understanding. Well, so some, like, sometimes I wonder what kind of a Republican Charlie Baker actually well, he's is. He's a Massachusetts Republican, but um, <laughs> so he's a moderate Democrat. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, seriously, I mean, in the in the no, national I, I'm not, scale, of I'm not making fun of that. I yeah. agree with you. Um, what was I saying? So, I don't think anyone who vapes and, and people out there, correct me if I'm wrong. Nobody thinks it's good for you. Yeah. Like no one who's vapes is like this is healthy. Like you don't think it's good for you, but it is markedly an improvement over smoking cigarettes. It is, and it does help a lot of people transition off of cigarettes. So there was a whole thing back. Uh, a couple of years ago when they were talking about vaping um, and they there were certain flavors uh, like um, Fruit Loops, uh, anything cereal-based or cake-based flavors would cause this thing called popcorn lung. It's just those flavors? <clears throat> yeah. That's weird. So, Well, this is what's weird about it. So the reason why was because you know like Jiffy Pop popcorn and you know, uh, movie popcorn, you know, throw it in your microwave, it, right? Well, this is very interesting. I know how popcorn works, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so the, in the factories where this is created, these people, because they're they're around the fumes of making this popcorn, um, you know, the, the chemical, the oil that they use. Now, now think about this, right? When we eat that, we consume that popcorn, but because of the vapors that come out of the the big vats that That's create this. That's where the fucking this. term popcorn lung comes yep. from? It what? Com- yeah, you can look it up. I thought it was like from like avioli, like literally popping. Well, it is. You're, That's where I thought the phrase came from. Well, it comes from this these factories that these people work in, and they and they often, and there's no cure for it. it. It happens, it happens. A lot of people have to get a lung removed or whatever, how bad it is. So these these same they use in these companies that were making the cereal based and cake based vape juices were using that type of oil and so in the early days of vaping um people were actually getting like popcorn lung from those specific flavors the fruit flavors and stuff like that doesn't they don't use that they use a, a glycerol based um oil which is not Bad for you, but it's not good for you. I mean, anything that you did. did I mean, this is, has a coil in it. When you press the trigger, the coil yeah, burns. Look, it's not good for no, you. No it's, one's doing. It's not like eating fucking kale. I mean, like you know what you're doing. <laughs> like, but no. So, so they went off. They everybody went off on that. Oh, you're gonna get popcorn lung. You're gonna get popcorn lung. You know, <laughs> with seven people, it's a country of three hundred and fifteen million. Million, yeah. It's seven it's, people. It's, it's fucking and, and bizarre. Honestly, they don't have any long term data. No. It's, it's a recent phenomenon, so and, no one really knows. And from what they said in the research that they did, it was mostly kids that were doing jewels that had THC content yeah. in it. And I have a fr- actually, Connor was mentioning that um, there's ways you can do it wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. anything about it, but like he said that there are like, way, like if your coil's too hot, 
Yeah. Or if like you don't configure so the if you don't if you don't or, buy a proper mod like this, I can change the the uh, the coil. So if I want to bring it up to thirty watts, I can go up to over a hundred watts on this thing. Um, and then I, I watch my my battery and I watch my meters as far as how hot the coil so if burns. You, if you if you if the settings are incorrect on that, then it becomes oh you'll hear dangerous. it pop. Okay, and, and I'm, I'm assuming that it makes the fluid or the vapor hotter. Yeah, and that I guess when it pops and to... you you inhale it to the point where you're like taking a really big hit off of it. That mixed with the THC going direct. Because remember, it's not like THC smoking a joint or a bowl or a bong. It's liquefied. Yeah. So it goes down in into your lungs and stuff. And I just sit there and I go, really, six or seven people. And, and it sucks that they died. That sucks, right? But, but you can't fucking... That's not a statistically significant sample and of it's, people. And it's not a fucking a national uh, emergency. or Four a, people died at Triple E. In Massachusetts, right? In the same time. Like, what frame. the fuck, dude? You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I, I um, I don't know much about vaping. I don't pretend to, but I do know that there are a lot of people. A lot of tastes good and smells good, though. It does, it? yes. But there are a lot of people my age or of you know around my age that like have made good money, like with vape shops. Yeah, it's becoming a popular thing. I mean, it's kind of like the new cigar shop, and like, all, this is going to put a lot of small businesses out of work man yeah it's gonna fuck the people that i know i i actually grew up with uh, two brothers that Mm -hmm. have a vape shop here in wakefield so i'm not really close with this person but like i i grew up with uh two sisters in rivere and one of their husbands uh started a vape like he was one of the first ones to like manufacture vape juice and he's done really well with it and now uh, who fucking knows it's like their entire you know like i I move I don't know, man. Yeah, but move. I mean, New York just did the same thing, and Rhode Island has the legislation. They're in, so in, fucking in stupid, dude. And here's the thing: you know what's going to happen? You know, you know, this isn't the end of that, though. They're going to go to court because well, it's a four month ban. The, and honestly, this feels unconstitutional. Well, it is. But how can you fucking legalize marijuana when they know the definite fucking issues that go on with marijuana? Right? You legalize it, and then. You know, it's okay. Yeah. I was talking to a police yeah, officer the other day, and he was telling me. Ah. I was talking to a police officer the other day, and he said the hardest thing about dealing with marijuana and young people when you have to pull them over and stuff like that is the fact that it is legal, and there's nothing that they can really fucking do about it unless they get into an accident. Mm-hmm which a lot of accidents have occurred because of this. And those people out there, we had this conversation last time. If you smoke marijuana, whatever, man, more power to you. I was a big pothead. I think it's fucking stupid now that I'm clean and sober. And I was a bad pothead, and we established that before. But, I mean. That was the story on Instagram last week. (laughs) I remember, all right, driving really fucking high. Like, I was fucking high. But that's a crime, though. Right? Driving, no, there's nothing they can do about that. OUI, operating under the influence. Of what? Marijuana. It doesn't mean alcohol. DUI is alcohol, isn't it? He fucking, he said, there's nothing we can do. And I said, well, what, so what if they're driving? It's impaired. They're impaired at that point. He goes, he goes, we can, we can cite them. Oh, do you mean because there's no like test to vouch? There's no test. You can't, so if you did like a blood sample on somebody? They can't. 
So someone crashed their car and they were high. So and they went to the hospital. So all right. The only way that they can they have to that's the only that's the only because I asked them the same exact question. Is that valid if they get into an accident? They either kill or hurt somebody really bad in the car. I said, can they be held responsible as like a drunk driver would? And he said, that's the thing we're trying to fight right now. So I know it can be done because I I told you my weed story where I ended up in the hospital. Yeah. And I remember but that, the but, blood work and the doctor saying but what are you, THC. But what are the cops going to carry fucking blood work kits around with them now? No, I no, mean, no, no, no. But, but marijuana stays in your system a lot longer than Yeah, it does. The THC does. does, yeah. So like in theory, someone could go to the, could be in an accident. Actually, I could give you the, the statistics on that. 24 hours, 48 hours. Uh, marijuana stays in your system for a period of six months. If you oh, continue shit. to smoke right. it, it stores itself in, uh, in the fatty yeah. cells of your brain. Oh, and your hair can, it's wonderful. Store it for a long it's time fucking too. great. Um, <laughs> I, I take it. This has affected you at some point. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm fucked up. So anyway, I'm driving, right? And I'm doing, I'm on the highway. I'm laughing now because it's kind of fucking funny. I'm on the highway. Good influence. Doing 30 miles an hour in a 55 mile an hour zone back then, right? That sounds responsible. In the passing lane. Hey, there's no minimum in Massachusetts, technically. But, dude. You could have appealed that in one. Well, I'm driving, and my my car's (laughs) like Cheech and Chong's car. There's fucking smoke coming out of the window. I wish I knew this, Jay. And No, you don't. And... All of a sudden, my buddy's like, dude, the lights are on. The lights are on. I'm thinking my lights are on. I'm going, dude, my lights aren't on. He goes, no, 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 their lights are on. It sounds like the beginning of fucking uh, Super Jervis. Dude. You are freaking out, <laughs> man. <laughs> and I look, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I don't pull over way over to the right to get into the breakdown line. I just drive into the dirt. Cop's like, what the Fucking took all the weed away from us, right? Made us stay out there for hours. Until you sobered up. So no, speak. they fucking towed my car. They didn't like arrest you though. No, there's just took. Fucking, there's a fucking cat in here. Oh shit! <laughs> that was fucking weird. Surprise. Um, but yeah, so that was that was you know one of the things. One of, and I'll, I'll shut up after this. My favorite story it's ever happened. Not. We have a show to do. Um. This, we were with this big guy, Jimmy Lentini. He was a really big fucking dude, and he used to play the drums. And my bass player, John's, we used to drive in Jimmy's van. And Jimmy had this fucking old black fucking hipster van, right? Carpeted inside. Remember the old vans back in the 70s, right? You've, you've seen shit like that, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden... Uh, I'm sitting, I'm in the back, and I'm again, we're wasted... And hold that thought. Let me throw this fucking cat off the balcony. One second. Why do you want to do that? No, this way. Go. Bye. So anyway, wow. I didn't throw it off the balcony. No, he wouldn't do that. I might. Well, okay. But anyway, so we're stopped at a at a at a sign, a, a stop sign, and Jimmy couldn't see because John had this big mane of hair, right? And he looks over at John. And he goes, "Hey, John, are there any cars coming? Can I go?" And John goes, uh, nope. And it's kind of an ambiguous answer. He goes, uh, nope. And he pauses and he goes, and he, and Jimmy starts to pull out. He goes, uh, just that truck. And dude, 
all of a sudden we hear what the horn, laying on the horn the big air horn is a big fucking 18 wheeler screams by us and jimmy's like what the fuck you're lucky to what, be alive Jim. honestly what the fuck <laughs> dude I'm telling you, like, all the movies you see on, like, you know, Dazed and Confused and uh, fucking... That was you. You and your friends. Dude, where's my car? That's, that's us, story? dude. That was us. Uh, you know, it's funny because you're already such a fucking maniac that I can't imagine what you'd be like. Like, drunk, for example? Well, see, that was the thing. When were I was, a, Were you a belligerent drunk? Pardon no. Pun? When I was high and drunk... Uh-huh. I was chill. Even drunk? Yeah, yeah. See, I, I, my drunkenness follows a very specific pattern. Like, I'll have one or two, and I get tired, and I either have to, like, stop drinking and wait, ride it out or keep drinking, and then I get I get very honest. And I know everyone does, right? Like, every, I mean, that's, like, the running joke, right? Like, ah, uh, the drunk man says what's in the sober man's heart. <laughs> but, like, I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, I, I get, like, really blunt and like to the point yeah i've experienced that and like with me oh yeah you have haven't you <laughs> i don't know what it is it's just like it's like the the em- the empathy part of my brain just switches off yeah see i was mellow hmm. like i chilled like i would go to parties as long as i had tequila and my saint Pauli girls and my weed tequila i can't do tequila. i would totally chill and i would watch people tequila usually makes people aggressive no, I used to, dude, I used to drink, um, what was it, uh, had the little guy on the bottle, was it Don't, was it not Don Perignon? No, Don Perignon, the other stuff Don't there. Par- that's not, no, that's, that's wine. Champagne yeah, wine, champagne, yeah. No, was it, um. Don Quixote? Don, it is Don, it's Dom or Don, isn't it? It's something like that. Fuck, and it, man. It was silver. I used to drink the silver stuff. That's what it was called. Don Juan? No, is it Peron? Perone? I, I think it's Perone. P- yeah, maybe. And uh, so it I, Don Julio. That's what. Might I be Don Julio. I don't know, but and then or I would drink mezcal because uh, mezcal, mezcal had I've the never worm. Had it, but everyone says it's really good. It and is. Actually, did you know that Aaron Paul and uh, Brian Cranston are creating their own mezcal? No, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, you know they are, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't are. know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of want to try. It. We should have it on the show. Oh, I can't try. drink. God damn it! But I used to, I used to eat, I used to drink the you whole. Think I know by now. I, I drink the whole the fifth, dude, by myself, and then I would take the worm and put it on a cracker. Dude, how many times have I said to you, like, "Hey, let's grab a drink"? Fuck. Everybody does that. Hey, Jay, you want to go to four thirty eight? Oh, God, a lot of people it. do. That. I go to four thirty eight. They all love that place. I know, but they you know, have good food. I don't know what it is about that place. I just go there and get wasted. That's the only place I drink. Like I don't get drunk unless I'm at the local. I, I don't know why. Well, I mean, local's cool. They have a good beer list. They have good beer list. Yeah. They have good food, and there's TVs everywhere. Um, it's a good sports bar. So I went to NYC last weekend. Yes, you did. Um. I don't know how anyone lives in that fucking city. You have to be nimble and alert and um, insane. No, like well, maybe a little, but like nimble, alert. Like, did you Uber or a feet. cab? Drove. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, Shit. And I'm like a sloth. I don't react quickly to things. I don't like to. I like to take my time. Actually, I have a funny story. So let me tell you why I was there. Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, show Impractical Jokers. Well, first of all, you didn't even tell me that until I saw the posts that you were going yes, there for that. No, yes, you did, did not. Yes, I did. No, Jay. you did not. 
I told you on the last fucking podcast, Jay, because we talked about this. And you no, said you, you s- like the show. You said no. No, you asked me. You said, "Do you like?" No, I explained what I was doing. No, I, I no, did. You didn't. Yes, I did. And play I, it back. I did. I will. How easy you forget. <laughs> you fucking you dye your hair platinum. I mean, I fucking big hot shot over here who can't remember fucking what he said last week. Uh, what are you new new Jay? Would listen, you just forget about old Jay? What are the, I, like Men in Black? Just memory erase everything before fuck your hair I had turned for platinum dinner tonight. Okay, I forgot. Christ, probably seventeen fucking cranberry sodas. You fucking weirdo. Mm. Um, so I went to Cape Cod cranberry. It is good. I went to Staten Island, um, which no one's ever said that on purpose, and um, because <laughs> Q Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers uh, revived an old brewery called Rubsom and Horman. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Rubsom and Hor- yeah, that sounds right. Want me to look it up? No, that's right. Oh, no, go on Instagram. It's right. It's probably right. Let's see. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is, too. It's a weird <clears throat> name, but yeah, rub some and Hormans, right? Yeah. Up. So um, they had their beer launch at the brewery called Flagship because they don't have like a, a space yet. They don't have like a brew, a beer hall. <clears throat> um, and the beer was very mediocre. It was very simple. It was just an IPA, an amber, and a Pilsner. Uh, and it tasted like the most generic amber Pilsner an IPA you'll ever have. But it was good, right? But that's not why you were there, right? Um, you were there to meet him. Yeah, so you bought, we bought time slots. They were selling tickets for every hour and a half. So we had 4.30 to 6. And you go in, and like members from the like cast of the show are like handing out beer to people online. And then you wait, and you get up, and you have like a couple, like probably like 30 seconds to talk to Q and, you know, get a picture with them, whatever. And then like the other Impractical Jokers were there, and it was a good time. And like... I don't know. I'm a fan of the show. Oh, they were cool. all there. Uh, three of them were. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it just so happened that way. Like, oh, we got lucky. Um, and then Joey Fatone. Really? Sync was, I guess he's he's a friend of the show. He's on the show every night. He's now. fucking funny, man. And like, you'd never... Dude. Is he as big as he looks? I mean, he looks like a big a dude. Weight. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because like... He's he cool. At, I like him, man. He was an NSYNC, though. This guy... NSYNC's like, cool. Well, but wait. No, they're not. It, if you, wow. But no, seriously. Like, all right. <laughs> You look at Justin Timberlake and you look at Joey Fatone. And Joey Fatone is like such like this like Staten Island dude. Yeah. He's got his but own cooking show too. Boy band twenty years ago. Yeah. Weird. It is weird. Um but yeah, it was a cool event. Um we stayed in Manhattan, so I had to drive from Staten Island to Manhattan. So Gina drove to Staten Island and she was white knuckling it all the way down the FDR. Uh Why? On the, on the east side of New York City. Manhattan, rather. Traffic? Um, it just, it's they different They drive there. fucking insane, dude. I'm sorry. Here, man. No, it's... It's a hundred I hate worse. when people say, oh, mass holes are the worst drivers. I'm Nobody like, no, fuck you. their blinker? New York drivers. When I was in New York with Manny, I don't... I, I asked the, the Uber driver, I go, why aren't these cars scratched and it's wiped like, out? It's like they have like 50 mirrors or something. It's fucking it's weird. the way they just weave... I couldn't no do it. no regard for anybody or anything else. Um, yeah, I don't blame Gina. She was probably freaking out. Yeah, I felt bad. I didn't know it was going to be so fucking like, treacherous to get to Staten Island. But I drove back. Um, and we get into the city. and True, Truly defensive driving. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the thing about New York is, like, you can't do New York in one night on a whim. No. There's too fucking much, dude. Like... Boston is child's play. Absolutely, dude. City. Manhattan is crazy town. Yeah. There's you could put all every, of Boston in Central Park, dude. 
I yeah, you actually you probably you probably pretty could. close. Yeah. To, no, I, Manhattan's not really big land wise, but it's so fucking dense. Yeah. And everywhere you turn, something's going on. Yep. Um, so we stayed in Midtown, and we went out. We kind of walked around. We found a pretty decent French restaurant. It was good. Oh, I guess. the fucking great restaurants, man. Yeah, and then we, we <clears> found, <throat> we asked the waitress for a recommendation for, like, a bar, and she sent us to this place called Faces and Names, and it was, like, a loungy kind of place. It was, it was, it was good. I mean, but think about, like, I feel like you need, like, a whole week, and you need to plan ahead. Yeah. Because... Who knows what is the best like neighborhood to hang out in, or what the like hot places to hit are? I have no fucking clue. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, well, I was just googling shit, just trying to figure well, out where the hell I was, like what was around me. When I went to AES uh, with Manny, um, AES is uh, American Engineers Society or Audio Engineer Society. Sorry, um, it's a convention. So we went there and and. He's used to like New York, dude. Like he has relatives there and stuff. So he was always going there. So I, for me, I was like overwhelmed. Like I was like, oh yeah, I get. That. I he's like, like, oh, we're gonna go like here. That. It's I'm too like, much. All right, and we get there, and I fucking was exhausted by the time we got back to the Airbnb because I was like, it's just mentally taxing. Yeah, like you have to be on your guard at all times, and like everyone's yelling, and it's like it's like being in like <laughs> it's like it's like being in like a deli and or, or like a like. It's what I imagine, like a barbecue place would be like, in, like South Carolina or like in Louisiana, like New Orleans, where like people are just screaming orders and everyone's I, yelling and but it's see, just I've, chaos. And, I've been in New Orleans and and it's not like that. It's laid back in New Orleans. So like New York City, like someone's yelling all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, you're getting if you're standing in the same place for too long, if you don't peel out at green lights, it's fun. then that's it. If you don't peel out. And then you, it's like a chorus. And when you're walking the street, you better watch that sign. Oh, yeah. Because the fucking taxi drivers will run they you mean, right the fuck they will over. Just, yeah. They don't, they don't even care. care. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It, now, it, it's a remarkable place. It smells. Yeah, it smells. Horrible. It's now, nasty. again, I was only in Midtown. I don't know. I, I've been to New York a few times, but every time I go to New York, it's like a one or two night thing. I've, I've never... Actually... Last week, it was the first time I've ever stayed in Manhattan. Every other time I've been in New York, I've either stayed in Jersey or Queens. I stayed in Queens. Yeah. Uh, so I've never... On the, actually, on the Chinatown side, I might add, which was not... See, I stayed near uh, LaGuardia. I don't know anything. I heard Brooklyn's nice. Brooklyn now. is nice, but the Chinatown side is fucked. Really? Yeah. It's just... Here's a Hispanic guy and a white guy walking down the street, and it's wow. just Chinese oh, Chinese people. Every, no, it was, dude, they were looking at us like, why are you here? Uh, quick story about, I don't know where we were. I want to say New Rochelle. This is a long time ago. Um, me and my ex were going to New York for whatever reason. I, I don't know where we were going. And uh, we were going to New York, and we, we wanted, we didn't buy, like, beer. And like it was late at night, we weren't getting into like like that night, and we weren't gonna go into the city because we we're staying in Queens. So I got off some exit before we got into the city. I want to say it was in New Rochelle, and I found what was hands down like the sketchiest liquor store. Ever. This looked like something, like you know, in like Rocky, when like you see the guys like hanging out around a barrel, yeah, 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 like that's on fire, and they're singing like duet, like duop. It was like that's what this looked like. It was. It, so I send her into the store because. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, at this point in our relationship, like I already fucking hated her. 
Wow. And like it was like, hey, no, you know she what? gets she shot and raped. Come, I don't give never, a fuck. Whoa, whoa. All right. I mean, shot maybe, raped. No, come on. Have some respect. <laughs> We're talking sketchy. Well, so she goes in and she doesn't come out for a little bit. And I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, I think I just sent her into her death. I think. That, right. Um, and she made it back out. But man, like, there's no climax to the story. It was just like fucking the middle of the night in like a ghetto like I've never seen before. And. It was like, it looked like like post-apocalyptic, and there was like this liquor store that had a light on, and it was the only place that had like electricity in this block. It looked like yeah, it sounds um, like sounds like in nineteen eighty two. In nineteen eighty two, I was in Harlem. We took a shortcut. Uh, we left Manhattan. We took a shortcut, a supposed shortcut. I wasn't driving, and we ended up in Harlem, and it was just like that. Only the really fucked up thing was there were cars every once in a while on the side of the road that were completely burned to nothing. No wheels on them, just burnt, right? <laughs> and up on blocks. And I'm dri- we're driving through here, and I'm like, and I'll never forget it. My friend John, the same one that would say, yeah, there's no cars coming, just a truck. Mm-hmm. He looks out, he looks at us, and he goes, yep, we ain't in Kansas anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude. We need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, it was it was scary, man. There's some scary ass places in New York City. You know? So I didn't have any. I, I it was pretty uneventful. I don't have a ton to say because we were only there for one night. But something did happen the next day, uh, and it's funny because I haven't really, but th- I, I never really thought about it because I think I was so tired when we were leaving that like this happened, but I never really like talked about it. We were leaving to go home. And the valet had parked our car in a garage. So I go down and I get the car. And I pull out to the top of the garage. And there's a Chevy Suburban with the most New Jersey man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like muscles. Like, I was going to say like. Aviators. Like about five foot two. Gangster New Jersey, right? Well, no. Like white <clears throat> Jersey Shore New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like literally five two built wearing like a linen shirt with aviators on and like gelled up hair. And he was with two older people, I guess his parents. I don't know. And they were loading up the back of the suburban and just standing there. And now they're literally blocking the exit to this garage. So me and Gina are in the car waiting to exit. There's one way out and they're sitting right in front of it. And there's a sidewalk separating the top of the ramp in the street. And there was, I, I don't know what was going Like the horn wasn't resonating. <laughs> like it, you, I, you were beeping your horn eventually. Cause this, he's standing outside the suburban, like talking for like no joke about five minutes. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't even look. He didn't, even, I don't know if he didn't know we were there. If he was just being a dick, probably the latter. Is I would, I would same. say he's being a dick. So, <laughs> I'm 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 start hitting the horn, and nobody and I don't know if this is just New York being New York, but like nobody's acknowledging this horn. Not even the people walking by on the sidewalk. It's New York, dude. It's not. You hear horns all the time. But I'm I'm sitting at the top of a garage and it's resonating into the garage. It's like ah, and like the it's like vibrating through. It's like I'm in a fucking acoustic chamber, but it's not affecting the people in front of the car. So like people walking by aren't even acknowledging it. This dude in his suburban, it's as if I wasn't even there. He gets in the car, and I'm like, good, he's finally leaving. 
and I don't know if he was like connecting Bluetooth or something, but he's sitting there in the driver's seat, just fucking around with things on his head. So finally, I, I like, I roll on the window and I like start like waving, and he immediately is aggressive. So he rolls down his window and he starts going like this, and I, no one can see me, but he's he's literally just pointing at the ground in front of, in front of his window. He's going. Like pointing at the ground. What does that mean? I guess come here, like say it on my face. Okay. So I'm, I literally, I'm like, bro, you've been sitting there for like 15 fucking minutes. Just get out of the way. And then Gina, being, G- <laughs> here we go. Gina doesn't. Re- Gina tends to say what's on her mind. Yeah, she can give a fuck. Um. So she's literally. I- I'm. I'm not swearing yet. I'm just saying, dude, you've been there for like 10 minutes. Can you just get out of the way? And this kid's like, come here. So I'm like, no, you can't. So I'm doing it back to him. And he's just keep pointing at the ground. And then Gina is literally, I'm not exaggerating, screaming, going, what the fuck? Fucking move, you fucking fucking douchebag. Fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. And like, she's flailing her arms around. Like, he can read her lips. I mean, like, he knows what she's saying. She's literally just going like, what the fuck? Fucking 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 fuck. So, like, it's like, I'm like, dude, you're going to get me killed. You're going to literally, I'm going to die today. So he starts to leave and he's, he, he, he's like inching forward and staring at me the whole time. And he's just inching his way forward. But what a douchebag. And I'm just like, dude, like, I just want to fucking go home. Just a fucking douchebag, dude. Like, I'm not going to fight you over this. But here's, so that, that reminded me of a comedian once that I'd seen on TV a long time ago. And he says, he says, typical New York fight scene. Ready? In a. Two people in cars. <laughs> no, no. Two people on the sidewalk. He goes, ready? You fucking looking at me? Yeah, I'm fucking looking at you. You want to fucking go? Yeah, I want to fucking go. And they just start arguing. People gathering around thinking there's going to be a fight. And they just start yelling at each other saying, come on, I'll fu- I'm going to fucking hit you. I'm going to fucking hit you back. And they just keep going back and forth. And nobody ever gets hit. And that and that and that's what that reminded me of. Because fucking the guy's going, he's pointing to the ground. And then you start to. Well, I wasn't like, like, I wasn't like, I was doing, I was like mocking him. Right. Like, look, here's the reality of it. I would have got my ass kicked. You don't know that. I mean, I wouldn't bet on me. (laughs) You don't know that. Maybe, I I don't know, maybe. I didn't really get a good look at him. Um, But like, so I'm kind of like, I'm I'm aggravated and I'm kind of just mocking him. Like, he's flailing his hands and I'm just like nonsense flailing my hands. Yeah, caveman. Yeah. And uh, then Gina is just fucking losing her shit. Fucking, I got, I got. <laughs> Do you blame her though, dude? It's like I'm sitting next to Cardi B, fucking <laughs> oh screaming her God. fucking lungs out. <laughs> Actually, Cardi B would have got out of the car and bitch slapped yeah, the dude. That's a good point, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, Gina probably would have too if, if she had the fucking opportunity <laughs> to. But yeah, so that and then we drove home and I ended up doing my sister's stats homework for six hours, and that's why we haven't had a podcast. Yeah, that was. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good times. <laughs> so, Jay, I did want to do something today. Yeah. Actually, um, but before we do that, Jay, we have to do this new thing where we where we pay the bills. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, enjoy these words from our sponsors. Everybody. Is it a vape commercial? Yes. So, Jay. Yes, uh, sir. I, I didn't give you a lot of heads up on this, but I had uh, actually a listener submitted an idea for the show tonight uh who are the she said if you could go back in history who would you kill oh that's 
Now, kind of evil. I'm going to temper that. Yeah. And just say, who Why you, don't you do that? Who would you bitch slap? Um, so I made a top five list here, and I was kind of hoping you'd do the same, but you didn't. You, you don't. I'm you don't sorry. I didn't, really, I didn't have time. I was eating dinner with my wife. You were not eating dinner because you texted me an hour before that, and you said, "When should I come up for the show?" Right, and and, and Laura's making food, and and I was doing. I was I was actually doing something else that I had to get done. No, you weren't. This was well after that. No, it wasn't. Okay, I got the time right here. So Jay, do you know who Captain Jack Churchill is? Uh, wasn't he the guy that, uh, why does it sound familiar? He looks familiar too. What the fuck did he do? So Captain Jack Churchill. Isn't he the guy that like said that he like single-handedly like. Yeah, I think you're on the right track. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like wiped out a whole fucking yeah. battalion of Germans or something like that. Or You got it. So yeah. <clears throat> Jack Churchill was arguably the most insane person <laughs> in human history. Um. And he's first on my list for who I'd like to bitch. There's like videos of him and shit too, right? So let's talk about Mad Jack Churchill for a second. Um, He fought throughout the Second World War. He never used a gun. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was armed with a longbow. Longbow. Yep, that's right. Now I remember. A Scottish broadsword and bagpipes. Yeah. Literally on the battlefield. He would play the bagpipes while he was going into battle. His motto was any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. Now, mind you, this is the 1940s. Yeah. Yeah, so swords uh, swords weren't really a thing anymore. He, this guy somehow managed well, to the, live to age 89. The Japanese went into battle with swords. Did they? Yeah. During World War II? Yeah, the, the, uh, the commanders did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. It didn't work out very well for them. Well, I mean, a nuke. <laughs> a nuke greater than sword. Um. So, oh, I wasn't even meaning that, dude. That's fucking... <laughs> oh. oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Um, so some of his greatest accomplishments include uh, literally taking out an entire Nazi battalion yeah. by himself. Yeah, he preferred hand-to-hand combat, okay? Um, he graduated in 1926. He joined the Manchester Regiment, and his sense of adventure became too great for the Army, so he went to Kenya. And worked as a newspaper editor. Oh yeah, that's him and his sword. So come on, that looks this is him dude. Uh, leading a pra- no. That's him in a practice raid for the commandos carrying his sword. Yeah, it's um, a big ass sword. So he joined the uh, British army in 1939 as Germany invaded Poland, uh, and he became part of the British Expeditionary Force. Okay, so this man, um, he captured at Sword Point in Sicily. 42 German soldiers by himself. And he marched them back to camp by, by himself. Okay? With, with just with a, a sword, sword and a longbow. This guy was so... Yeah, and bagpipes. So this guy was so crazy that he approached 42 German Nazi soldiers armed to the teeth, pointed his sword at them. They disarmed themselves and then followed him back. Wait a minute. I don't think you should bitch slap him. Well, I want You wanna, should bitch slap the asshole no, that wrote the story no, dude, about this guy. You think this slap. that's real? It's 100% real. Dude, he there's a lot of like valid there's a lot of evidence to support this. I mean, this wasn't like so long ago So so what? The documented. German soldiers just went, "Oh my god, he's got a sword." Yeah. and dropped all their weapons. Yep. They could have blown his brains out. So at one point, uh, his team was ambushed. Um he managed to escape death and he walked away from his post and just stood on a hill and played his bagpipes 
literally until the Germans came and captured him and sent him to a concentration camp. And then he crawled under the fence through a drain pipe and escaped the camp and rejoined the British. Leaving his bagpipes, his sword, and his no, longbow. No. Oh no, he 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 escaped with all with his oh, uh, come on, bagpipes man. intact. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know what he's made a movie of this fucking guy. I, 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 dude, I can't believe you right? said that because me and a friend like love this story, and we were always like, we should write a fucking screenplay about Mad Jack Church. How come nobody's done that? So he was mad when the war ended. He was mad when we nuked Japan because he said if it wasn't for those damn Yanks, we would have kept the war going for another ten years. So he was forced to retire. Look at this he's man, fucking insane. Um, Actually, he looks like one of our senators. Or you know, so at age fifty, he retired from the army at age fifty-three. He has so, swords on his tie. Oh, yeah, he's a crazy person. <laughs> I, he, he might be the craziest bastard ever to walk the earth, Jay. So um, there's proof that he's done this stuff. Yeah, he got, like, the military cross, and he got, like, the highest order. Um, he got, I, I don't know what... Is he related to Winston out. Churchill? No. Nothing no, at all? Not at all? Nope. Um, it's fucking weird. So he would... when he, and, and he went out with the bank, too, so he lived to be 89 years old. And when he knew he was dying... He would board train cars and throw his possessions off of them. Like what? That's what he did before he died. He didn't want to, He didn't leave anything to anybody. He just took all of his possessions onto train cars and started throwing them off. Now, the most bizarre thing about that is he actually did this. He, he got on board of Yeah, a, dude. This was in like 1990. And throwing shit off of Why? I mean, I guess you can't die with it. He had no children? No. He was never married, no children. Well, who would marry the guy? He's probably fucking Absolutely. lunatic. I mean, like, he's he's my favorite person. I just... He used to lead the troops with bagpipes. Oh, he wait used a minute. To there's, there's, there's a cartoon about him, right? Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I believe there's a documentary about him. Um, is that his, that's his sword? Yeah, that's him with his sword right there. All right there. Oh, th- yeah, this is his actual sword. Look at that handle. That's pretty dope, actually. Oh, look at this. Ready? <laughs> I don't know who wrote this. Badassoftheweek.com. He had been shipped to France to assist the rest of the BEF in their mission to reinforce the Maginot Line. And not long after Churchill arrived, Hitler decided to send his legions to seriously fuck up France. And the Brits found themselves right in the middle of a raging shitstorm. Well, Jack Churchill had some ideas. He not only refused to give ground, but he launched a small-scale guerrilla raid in surprise attacks on German positions and supply depots. Riding his trusty motorcycle and armed with only a motherfucking bow and arrow and a Scottish broadsword, he would assault the Germans, catch them off guard, and fuck their shit up medieval style. When asked by a fellow officer why Churchill insisted on carrying the broadsword into battle with him, he responded, In my opinion, sir, any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. Despite Despite being shot in the fucking neck by a German machine gun, Mad Jack Churchill battled through the Dunkirk campaign, at one point even winning the military Holy cross for bravery dude. when he rescued a wounded soldier uh, from the British ambush by swinging on a rope, stabbing a Nazi officer in the chest with his sword, and then beating up eight guys with his bare hands. <laughs> dude, he was in the Battle of Dunkirk? Yeah, dude. This guy is my hero. I, I, I want to slap him just to say that I've... I, 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 partially because I want to see what he would do to me. Oh, he'd kill if you. If I just walked up to Mad Jack Churchill. If this guy's the real deal, then he would totally. Read about Mad Jack actually, Churchill, Actually, dude. you know what? No, I, 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 I. Let's write a fucking book I about know this about guy. this dude, but uh, I, I, I think that 
he would probably look at you and say, that's not hot enough. That's all you got. He would probably climb a tree and then fucking like... Shoot you with his bow? Yeah. Or like come straight down on my head like a samurai. That's a cool picture though. Yeah, dude. That's him playing the bagpipes. Wow. Um, One more thing. So... Uh, Churchill continued to lead his men in action in action against the German forces in Yugoslavia, but he was eventually captured by the enemy while fighting for point six twenty two on the island of Brack in the Adriatic Sea. Uh, when every man in his commando team was killed or wounded, and all of his revolver ammunition, every went out, man, yep, knowing he was not going to escape and having no further means of killing Nazis, Jack started playing sad songs on his bagpipes until he was finally knocked unconscious by a frag grenade and taken off to the Schesenhausen concentration camp. Wow. <laughs> he just sat down. What the fuck? He just fuck? sat down, started playing love songs on his bagpipes. If I'm going to go out. just waited for the end to come. If, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to play me bagpipes. Meanwhile, I'm sliding on gravel and getting infections in my legs. Yeah, not, not, not Jack. Jack. Jack Churchill. Jack's <laughs> a beast, man. fighting Nazis with a yeah. sword. Man. Wow. Um, so that's my number one. Um, I have a couple more. Some of them. Are a little stupid. I can't even. I. I. You can't even go up against any other story than that. That well, was. Well, we're on the topic of World War Two. You know who Neville Chamberlain is right. Mm-hmm. So, Neville Chamberlain was the British Prime Minister before Winston Churchill was, and Neville Chamberlain. I'm reading a, a book on Neville Chamberlain right now. Really, and man, he was the absolute biggest pussy. Yeah, he's an asshole. If Jack Churchill has a, a polar opposite. It's Neverland, Neville Chamberlain. Neverland Chamberlain. Um, Neverland Chamberlain. So in 1936, Hitler invaded uh, Austria. They He annexed Austria. And then he annexed, uh, a, I forgot the name. Oh, man, what was it? The German section of Yugoslavia. Oh, man. It begins with an M. Anyway. Munchen. No. Bugles. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, but anyway, at that point, Neville Chamberlain was being pressured by the British Parliament to declare war on Germany. Instead, Neville Chamberlain, along with uh, the French president, sat down with Hitler in a, in a train car and agreed to allow Hitler to keep Austria as long as he promised not to invade any other lands. Oh, yeah, that was good. And yeah. and then in 1939, Germany invaded Poland. Neville Chamberlain still refused to go to war. Um, instead, he waited for the French to collapse, the French government to collapse, and be pushed out of Paris to Vichy. Is that how you say it? Vichy? V-I-C-H-Y? Vichy. 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 Okay. So, the you know, Vichy, France is? Yep. It, it was the the stand-in government for France in 1940. Hitler then made Chamberlain, the French president, and himself go back to the train car where Germany signed the Versailles Agreement in 1919 to end World War One, and uh, the Treaty of Versailles, excuse me, and literally made them take the train car out of a museum, bring it back to its original location, just for the symbolism of... Germany now making France surrender. Chamberlain still refused to join the war until Parliament stood up, filibustered, and eventually made him resign. And then Winston, Winston Churchill. 
came in and kicked some serious fucking well, ass. Well, sort of. Actually, Winston Churchill came in and begged America to send ammunition and warships and uh, lend This lease. is our finest hour. Well, <laughs> was, that, was that FDR? <laughs> said, said that was supposed, no, supposed to be Winston Churchill, bro. I think he's British. That was British. Was it? This is our finest hour. <laughs> Uh, no, Winston Churchill came in. in we fairness, will not surrender. In fairness, he did declare war on Germany. However, uh, France had lost, and Churchill was begging America oh, to send ships. That's the French, dude. Well, and that's when, F- <laughs> and that's when FDR uh, changed the Neutrality Act and incorporate and introduced Lend-Lease, where we basically gave. Or let um, let Britain borrow all of our destroyers and mm-hmm. ships and guns, et cetera, with the promise that we'd get them back at the end of the war. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. But, yeah, Neville Chamberlain's on this list. I'd love to smack him across the face. Yeah, he'd be a good bitch slap. I mean, imagine if, like, imagine Actually, if Actually, I'd, I'd get Jack Churchill to slap his right? bitch ass. <laughs> well, Jack Churchill would have wanted war. But, <clears throat> I mean, imagine... Imagine if Hitler was stopped in 1936. Chamberlain had a chance to do that. Yeah, that would have been the end of it. And he just... Nothing. Uh, what do you got? I can't top those, man. You really... That was... Well, there's another one that's really good, too. Okay. But go ahead. I'll let you say something. No, I, I literally... Those... That whole thing right there. I mean, I just... All right, my last one. Thomas Actually, I would like to bitch slap um, Richard Milhouse Nixon. <laughs> ah, that's that's very timely. Sorry, it's very timely. He was just a douchebag. Mm, just very relevant. Yeah, right sort of, kind of, maybe not. So go ahead, <clears throat> Thomas Edison, Jay. What about him? Boy, I would love to smack him across the face. Do you know what the current wars are? I'm sure that uh, yes, I do. Okay, you had Westinghouse. Well, Westinghouse sided with Edison. So yes. It was, it was AC versus But he DC. wasn't going to. Um, it was alternating current versus direct current. And the irony is that eventually Westinghouse was instrumental in uh, destroying Nikolai AC. Tesla. No. Well, <laughs> sort of. But AC is now commonplace. That's what you have in your house. That's what you have. That's what the electrical grid is. AC won. Right. Ultimately, the last DC grid was taken offline in 2006 in New York City. Um, Thomas Edison was a proponent of direct current, saying that it was less dangerous, there was less amperage, it was less likely to electrocute people, and he's, he was right on those fronts. Tesla came to America from Romania? Nikolai Tesla, I think he was Romanian, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he was working for Edison. He he's a pretty Edison's cool guy, employee. man. Well, he was also a whack job. Well, he, he fucked believe- up. He didn't patent anything. He... He, everything Correct. got stolen from him. So I mean, Edison had something like three thousand patents. Mm-hmm. Tesla had three hundred, um, and he never really—he was very eccentric. Never really saw anything to completion, and um, I lost my train of thought. So he worked for Edison. He, oh, okay, I know what I was going to say. Tesla also didn't care about hygiene, but he was also a germaphobe. So he would go through seventy-one hand towels a day, roughly. Like that's what they said. He said that I didn't know that about him. Yeah, and he would constantly be washing his hands, and he wouldn't touch anybody or anything. Uh, and he was extremely extent. He was he's like he's like the prototypical mad scientist. Yeah. Right? Um, Edison made a bet. So Tesla bet Edison 
that he could make alternating current more efficient mm-hmm. than direct current. He won the bet. And f- he could make it for free. Yes. Well, it could be generated. Which is pretty easily. cool. Yeah. Well, sort of. So that was... Um, well, Tesla coils are kind of scary, but yeah. But. Well, so Warden, Wardenclyffe was his laboratory on Long Island. Yeah. And that's where uh, he intended to, pr- to create unlimited energy using the Tesla coil. When he died, that was abandoned. And Wardenclyffe sat abandoned behind a fence and like it was untouched until I believe 2011 or 12. When, really? When the state of New York was going to condemn it and, and raise it. Matt, Matthew Inman, who's uh, a comic drawer. You ever hear of the Oatmeal? No. Okay, so Matthew Inman is the creator of the Oatmeal, which is like an online, like a webcomic. And he's written a couple books. Um, and he started a campaign to purchase Wardenclyffe from the state of New York and turn it into a Tesla museum. And he did it. That's fucking cool, dude. So Wardenclyffe now is reopened. And it's a Tesla museum. That's really cool. And it's cool. funny because now Tesla is getting like the recognition he deserves now. Like, I mean, you know, obviously Elon Musk, it was yeah. the inspiration behind the Tesla vehicle. Um, Wardenclyffe is back open. It's a museum. You know, Tesla was a meme for a while. Yeah. Um, but so Edison made a $50,000 bet with Nikola Tesla that he couldn't make AC more efficient than DC. Tesla did it. Edison refused to pay and said to Tesla, once you're in America long enough, you'll understand that bets are an American joke. And he refused to pay. Instead, he insulted him. He, he was willing to pay him like $10 more a month. So Tesla quit. Um, Tesla quit, began working on AC on his own. Edison saw him as a threat. He enlisted Westinghouse to make the first electric chair using AC, alternating current. And he publicized it, and he would take out like ads and newspapers and um, show people being electrocuted on the electric chair, like death row inmates by AC current. Wow! Saying that like basically DC couldn't do this; you couldn't kill somebody with DC, which is partially true. I mean, you can kill. I mean, pumping up electricity. Hello. (laughs) Um, Is AC more dangerous? Probably back then, yeah. But you know, it was a smear campaign by Edison, and then. Um, this is probably the worst thing that Edison did. He colluded with um, a man named, oh man, I forgot his first name, it was Brown. He was a, like a freelance scientist and a professor. And Edison hired him to demonstrate again how dangerous, quote unquote, AC was versus DC. So what they did was they had people send in stray dogs or, or turn in stray dogs, yeah. which they then shocked using levels of direct current up to 1,000 volts, and the dog would survive because the amperage on DC right. is a lot lower. Brown would then apply 330 volts of AC and kill the dogs, and they killed dozens of dogs doing this, and they recorded it and published these results. Jesus So Christ. Tesla... Tesla died penniless. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he I died mean, a pauper. He was, yeah, he was, uh, you know, he, he was working odd jobs. He was literally a grave digger for a while. Yep. Um, Edison ruined him. And it, it's it's sad and, uh, and ironic that his legacy, like, alternating current won that war. It just took well, there's 80 a, years and after and he and died. And it wasn't just, here's the thing, it wasn't just, no, so, so Edison and Westinghouse had a battle going on as well. 
originally. With the, yes, with well, the light bulb after thing. After Tesla died. There was, yeah. And there was. House turned to AC. Right. In, in shunned Edison. But then there was also this company in Britain that Edison stole one of the patents for on the light bulb. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. Edison was kind of a dick. Oh, he was a notorious <laughs> asshole. What a fucking. And he would, he would like, he would, in like interviews and things, he would say he was a pragmatist and, you know, he would come off as though he was like this, like, like, well, I, I, I remember people saying that, that he was, he was a real nasty guy to like talk to too. Like he wouldn't talk to many people. Yeah. Well, he ruined, literally ruined Tesla's career. Yep. Um, so I'd like to smack him in the fucking mouth. Yeah. Boy, what a history lesson podcast this is. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was. I hope you know other people don't fall asleep during it. I I love history and I love. This oh, I kind do of too. Shit, and I'm so. I'm on such a history kick lately. It's cool. Like I've just been reading so much. Like the era between like the Industrial Revolution basically into World War II, to me is the most fascinating time in American history, from like 1880 to 1950. It's just like the whole country as we know it. Well, I, I mean, all the things that were invented, all the things that you know were Public happening. Policy, yeah, and like like. You know, uh, like the new democracy, ba- ba- the, the the system we live in now. And it's funny because, like, you look at who the presidents were back then, and like FDR. And, like, I know that, like, ideologically, like, maybe, you know, you're at odds with a lot of what he did. But at the same time, it's like it's become such commonplace mm-hmm. now, like Social Security. Back then, it was revolutionary. Yeah. Right? And, like, it, it was like, you know, it, it's funny because there's so many parallels to what's going on now. And people tend to be so afraid of change and they're so quick to call change what it isn't like there are plenty of people in 1935 who thought fdr was a fascist i mean that was a very common assessment yeah and then when he you know he ran for a third and fourth term they called him a dictator yep you know he didn't even want it he did not even want the nomination in 1940 um and he got it because the country was about to go to war Right. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's just it's funny reading about this stuff and listening to the rhetoric and applying it to now when it's like and every like. Well, I mean, it's the old saying history repeats itself, but it's, it's just it's, it, it does. It's funny to me that like Bernie Sanders is a socialist and it's dangerous and Donald Trump's a fascist. It's like, well, no, I think everybody really is kind of like working in the confines of democracy. They just have different opinions on what the government's responsibility is, but like, it's just funny hearing this stuff and it's like, everyone's so extreme and it's so sensational. And it's funny cause it's, it, it really is cyclical. Like this but, happens but every it happens couple all generations. Time. It's fucking weird. It's like this generational shift. Well, they said that about Reagan too. And if you look back at Reagan now, I mean, he was pretty moderate considering, yeah. I mean, especially like, you know, as a Republican, like, he wasn't anti. He wasn't a welfare. real. Yeah, he wasn't like he was. Yeah, I guess you're right. He, he was he, a champion of the free market. Yeah, he was but, definitely not the Republican that we know today. Well, I feel like a Reagan Republican has a very specific definition. I, bl- I believe like, that. Yeah, it, it's small government, but it's fiscal conservatism. Yes, sir. And it's free market e- economics. And it's not. There's no real social aspect to it you know what i'm saying but that's but see back then they called him a fascist a fascist yeah i don't believe they used the term nazi well no 
Every, everybody's a Nazi and a racist nowadays. That's all I hear. You're a Nazi. You're a racist. You're well, a Nazi. You're people, a racist. People don't even know what they fucking mean when they say fascism. No, they don't. They don't. People they, don't know what they mean when they say socialism. They don't know what they like, mean when they say when they, Joseph Stalin. They don't know when they mean when they say Nazi, dude. Do you know why it's called social security? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's like every every good country has a little bit of quote unquote socialism. But it's see, called, it's called the greater good. It's not dangerous. <laughs> Well, it can be dangerous if it's well, a. Of course, I it mean, can be dangerous, but so, there's so can a, democracy. There's a lot of fucking socialist countries. I deal with a. I, I work with a person uh, who escaped a socialist country, and she said she hates the fact that people today think that socialism is good. And she said, I lived it, I breathed it. She said, I left there as an adult, not as a child, so I know what socialism is. Um, but I so think- it was very interesting talking to her. She's, um, you know, she and she she quoted somebody um, uh, that was talking about um, capitalism and stuff, and she just laughed in their face because they were actually in the store buying something, and she she laughed. She's just like she goes, "Well, what are you doing right now? You're you're performing capitalism. You're buying something that you want." Yeah, but I don't think capitalism is the enemy of socialism. But I don't think capitalism is bad. Of course, it's, no one thinks capitalism is oh, bad. Oh, you should hear what I hear. Well, I had uh, an argument with somebody. A, there's a, a huge difference between oppressive socialism like in North Korea and democratic socialism, which is still retaining civil rights, but also providing for the greater good. That's not a bad but it, But see, here's the problem with that. It's a concept. Well, they're all concepts. Right? It's a good concept, but yet here's the problem. The wrong people get that happening, right? Of course. The but wrong you can say that about but, any form of But problem. that happens all the time, dude. It's not going to happen here. Well, uh, <laughs> lock and load, motherfuckers. But uh <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um I did want to say something, and now I forgot what I wanted to say, but that's okay. What the fuck is my phone is blowing up here? Very popular guy. No, I'm not. So you got anything else to cover tonight, Jay? Um, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. I, uh. It's really stalled out. Well, I, I, I have some. <laughs> I would like to say this. Oh, God. Um, I got asked to do, uh. Because I played a vampire in a in a show that I did, um, and I got asked on to the Deep Dive podcast oh, yeah. the you, other night. Did you do it? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. When I talked to you, you said you didn't know if it was going to happen. Because they didn't know what was going on with the Skype situation. I want to be on the fucking Deep Dive podcast. We're going to. We're going to be. What is this shit? No, no, we're going to be. Uh, but because it. I played, they're doing a whole Halloween thing. So because I played a vampire, they asked me to pick... An old horror movie. Well, because I'm not a fucking gothic fucking. No, that's vamp- not it, dude. It's like lurks in the shadows and has platinum hair. I can't be on the deep dive podcast. <sighs> Jesus Christ! No, that's not it. What what it is is, I played a vampire, so they asked me to do to review a movie, and it was supposed to be old monsters and old you know old horror movies. So I, you know me, went against the grain, and I said, well. The movie I picked is more of a modern movie, um, and I said, you know, it's it's uh, it's has to do with the old style vampire. 
So I picked, I picked uh, Let Me In. Have you seen that movie? No. Um, you need to see that movie. There's, no. there's two movies. There's one. The original one is done uh, is, is, is in Sweden. Um, it was done by a Swedish director, and it has subtitles, and it's called uh, Let the Right One In. Can I, can I take a guess of the plot? Go ahead. Dracula's girlfriend's in the shower, and he really has to pee. No. So actually, it's one of the forbidden things in the vampire world is to actually turn a child into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anne Rice had touched base on it in Interview with a Vampire with Claudia. Um, and so this movie is, takes place in the 1980s. And this young lad who's bullied in school. The young lad? He decides to friend this girl who just moved in. Um and she's a vampire, and it's actually a really good fucking movie. So I got a chance to review that and talk about it, um, and it was fun. I had fun, and you know, their podcast isn't quite as long as ours. It's um, you know, it's only like a half hour of quick, you know, movie reviews, uh, but it is going. I think it's airing on the first. Nice. What's, of the, what's episode two? Twilight. Uh, no, we don't talk about Twilight, Dean. I thought that was your favorite movie. Well, I don't know. Is I that fucking, about vampires? It's about vampires who kiss, right? It's about vampires who sparkle. My skin's sparkling in the sunlight. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, so listen to that. Look out for that. And if you don't follow Deep Dive on Instagram. And oh, and um, something very interesting happened in my musical career this evening. Um, I am being, I'm going to be on a new label. Uh, called Locker 13 Records, um, which I own and operate. Very nice. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm very happy about that. Um, so there will be a lot more music released from Echo Craft and some other artists that uh, I'm going to be sharing the label with. So um, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a new journey, new experience, and a lot of work. I'm going to play the Triangle. I'm gonna do exclusively triangle music. That's excellent, man. I'm gonna. So, what label are you getting signed to? <laughs> Locker Thirteen Records. I'm gonna be Triangle Boy. Triangle Man. I am Triangle Boy. <laughs> ding, ding, dong. There's only three notes on a triangle, right? I'll, I'll actually, play the triangle and washboard. Actually, you know, in an orchestra, when you play the triangle, it you, you have to play it right. Yeah, you have to hit that one note every 15 Well, there's seconds. also there's also a muting effect that you use on it oh, too wow. to get you know, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. A lot of triangleists. Yeah. triangleists. We have to we have to service the triangleists. We can't disservice them by There's many shapes and sizes too. They're not just triangles. Well, there's not many shapes. Well, no, it's one shape. Well, it's it's in the triangle family. No, no, no. It's a triangle. No. Actually, I should say it's, it's the Bell family. It's part tri- of the Bell family. Yeah, but the shape is a, is a triangle. But there are exclusive. There are other metal objects that are shaped differently that are played like the triangle, like a cowbell. For no, example. why not? Uh, what do you not mean? A, no, it's metal. It's brass. No. Yes, it is. Actually, triangles that you play are made out of steel. You said there are. I mean, other I'm sorry, uh, cowbells. Whatever. It yeah. still qualifies. Okay, whatever, dude. It's a metal hand okay. instrument. What were you even referring to? Wind chimes? No, there are different types of, of metal. Uh, like there's this metal tube. I forget what it's called, but that actually makes a bell tone as well that you hold. 
a metal tube. I forget what the fuck it's called, dude. Don't get technical with me. Technical. What the fuck? So, as you can tell, this label is going to expand the scope of what we call music. Oh, uh, dude, are you going to put out like one of those variety albums? Like, now that's what I call music. 436. You see, I, I'm, 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 I'm excited about so my, I, my individualism right now and how I have... And I'm here. Decided to make a very, this is a very intense move for me. And you know that. I had a discussion with you. By the way, Dean, Dean doesn't doesn't handle anyone with kid gloves. Let me just tell you this. So I'm telling (laughs) Dean my story and Dean says, will you shit or get the fuck off the pot? I'm sick of hearing this shit. And I went, I didn't say it like that. He kind of did. It was a lot. It was less harsh than that. I mean, you got the message correct, and, and, so clearly you and got I, it. And I kind of get off the phone and whimpered a little bit, and then I went, Dean's right, I got to do the right thing. But it's effective. It's an effective, it's worked really, really well for me. <laughs> it has. That, that's just... Uh, it's like, I felt like I was talking to my dad, dude. I was just like, oh, fuck, he's right. <laughs> well, what the fuck, man? No, you're right. And 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 it, and it it was empowering, and I felt I felt good about it. See? Sometimes being an asshole is effective. Yep, it's that's why luck. this is belligerence. That's right. <laughs> couple uh, of fucking assholes. <laughs> one more thing. Couple of fucking massholes. Hey, one more thing. We're gonna we're gonna have a merch store soon. Yes, we are. So there's actually been a lot of people asking us for merch. Yeah, which is weird. I think it's cool. But we we don't. So you and I, I don't. Okay, me, not you. I can't design anything i i've tried i don't design shit i have people do it for oh, me shit, we gotta find shirts i got people I, submit I, ideas i have a person you know what someone said that we should have a shirt for what i think all right first of all i think as the show goes on from now on we should identify moments where that could belong on a t-shirt you know what i'm saying like at, like if we say not like that funny. game you play Oh yeah, yeah, that uh, Jackbox. Yeah, that's game. kind of oh, an you, interesting you came game. Up for that. Yeah. I was drunk off my ass. Yeah, you were. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so someone said Blam Tent should be on a shirt. Oh my god, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then I wanted to make a fuck off shirt. Oh, I would totally wear the fuck off shirt. Um, but yeah, we get some ideas. Are we we get a Blam little- Tent. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Uh, no, seriously, with like smoke around the blam, you yeah. know, like. Well, I was thinking like like blam, and then like a smoke trail, and then at the other tent. end of it is a tent. That's fucking awesome, dude. Nobody would know what that is unless they listen to the I show. I feel like a lot of we could pull a lot from that main camping episode. Oh, dude, there's definitely a few in there. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too serious. We don't. Though. We don't sell tents. <laughs> just fucking santa claus on a thing it's sitting with a with a with a fucking with a with a oh, balloon dude. above it saying we don't sell we don't sell tents <laughs> and like the glasses are real low yeah, on, yeah, his, yeah. on his nose and he's just looking down at the floor yeah uh, but i can't draw no we can i i got people all right i know guys anyway, i got guys where I was going with this is like if you're listening to the show we have a few different ways for you to get in touch with us now you can email us at belligerencepodcast at gmail.com you can hit us up on Instagram at Belligerence Podcast, um, Facebook. Send us a message, Belligerence Podcast. Uh, I just I want to hear from people. I want it, ideas for merch, ideas for you know the, the show. I'm tr- it's funny. I try to take things in a direction, and it never works. Like tonight, I was like, 
oh, that's such a good idea. Talking about people from and then like it just never really comes together because <laughs> me and you just go off the rails. That's fine. It's like the nature of the show. Well, yeah, we just like say it's like stream of consciousness. But you, we got but, to, we got to talk about Jack Churchill, but it's not meant to be stream. Like the thing is, like it sounds like we don't have a plan, but I always have a plan, but we just never do it. <laughs> We never actually execute on it. Well, we do sometimes. Like yeah, like the gun control episode. Like that was that was a good one. The abortion episode. That, yeah, that was we a good came one. Came into those like like fired up and like honestly, I considered talking about the thing that's happening right now tonight. Well, I'm glad you didn't. But I don't. I I feel like I don't have the mental. I don't have the energy <laughs> to go there with you, uh, or anyone else for that matter, on either side of the aisle. Well, we By talked about vape. That was important. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. Well, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I yeah. guess that's it then. Okay. Um, I guess we'll be back next week. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, listen. Uh, fuck off. We're just going to meander our way to the end here. <laughs> you caught me off guard with that fuck off. Can you hit me one more time? Yeah. Yeah, fuck off, see? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.